This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic and you're listening to The Mindful Experiment. In this episode, it's actually a special episode where at my, if you guys don't know, I am also not only just a mindset catalyst, but I have a business, a chiropractic office, and I'm a pediatric family wellness chiropractor. And in our office, um, about once a month, uh, my associate doc will go ahead and uh, he does something called a uh, Facebook Live Biz Spotlight. And what we do is we he'll interview uh, a business in the area where we just basically have their database ask us questions and we'll ask their database questions about what they do, what they're about. And it's someone that we seek that we, we, we have a good rapport with and uh, we see value in what they do. And we just simple little interview like that. 
Well, my associate doc actually came up with the idea of how about interviewing me? Uh, because a lot of my patients know that I do, ha- I do something outside the office, but they don't know the whole c- content of it. So um, Dr. Bo was like, let's interview you. And so this is the recording of the Facebook Live that we did on, um, on the Wellness Path page uh, for my chiropractic business. So I wanted to be able to do this as a special uh, interview. It was, it was really cool. He asked, my, my associate doc, he went all out. He studied, he read my book. He, he, he really asked the really good questions and he really was thought-provoking questions. Um, and I thought he did an amazing job, one of the best interviews I've been on. So I wanted to share this with you guys to just get a little tidbit about me and what I'm up to and some more of a background to empower reality, to the book, a walk in the dark, to the mindset, the mindful experiment and the podcast and what that's all about and all of the stuff we do. So I hope you enjoy. I thought this was a good one. And so let me know what you think. Here's the interview. So um, as we get started, we're just going to get started here. Another episode of our local business spotlight. Um, for those of you that have not been on this before, um, really what it is, is I, myself, Dr. Bo, I'm a pediatric and family wellness chiropractor here at The Wellness Path. You're probably watching on our page. Usually we have another business that we are interviewing um, and we're also casting on their page. However, tonight um, we have a special guest and it's actually Dr. Vic. So um, he will be here in just a second. He just ran to... Uh, get ready for this. He's probably a little bit worried about some of the questions I'm going to ask him. He doesn't want me to stump him. No, I'm just kidding. But um, what we're going to talk about is just kind of his business outside the wellness path as well as the new book um, that he just came out with. So um, we'll get started with that in just a second. I want to give a little bit of time for everyone to join on and then we will get going. Staring in space, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I set it up. Am I good to sit in your show now? Yeah. All right. Cool. cool. Ah, we're being in the spotlight over here. All righty. So we're back. All right. So, like I said, another episode of our Facebook Live local business spotlight series, um, which we just, for those of you that have not been on before, I interview some sort of other local business owner, usually something having to do with health or pediatrics, the two things that we specialize here in the Wellness Pass. So um, we've had all sorts of different people from CrossFit to um, different massage therapists all around the board. And so tonight joining me is um, a very special guest. I'm the host, a very special (laughs) guest um, who you guys may or may not recognize. It is indeed Dr. Victor Manzo Jr. Um, Thank you for having me on. You're very welcome. Um, who, obviously, those of you will recognize him from the Wellness Path as a pediatric and family wellness uh, chiropractor along with me here at the Wellness Path. But today, as you can tell, we're wearing different shirts. And so he is representing his other business outside of the Wellness Path, which is indeed Empower Your Reality. And he just wrote his second book here, A Walk in the Dark. So we're going to go ahead and just dive in. Um, talking about everything that he does outside. So um, just as I start with everyone here on our local biz spotlight, uh, Dr. Vic, if you could please um, just give people a quick little synopsis of what is Empower Your Reality and what does it kind of offer and what are you doing outside the office? Awesome. Yeah, um, so Empower Your Reality really is... uh, 
an online consciousness school where we help individuals really to expand and really remember the greatness of who they are. Um, it's also an, uh, an opportunity to one-on-one mentorship programs that we do um, that I also have filtered through that are the podcast that I do, The Mindful Experiment, the shirt I'm wearing here. Um, and then we do books. Um, it's actually a mini, like, I do self-publishing for all my books. And so um, it also publishes that. But it's really about helping individuals remember the greatness of who they are, help them to really discover that, um, you know, to create more an inspired and fulfilled life. And we use different mechanisms like workshops, online classes, the podcast, coaching, and that forth to really help expand individuals to that level. Awesome. So one thing that I didn't hear you say that I thought you might say um, is, or maybe you said it and I just didn't hear it, is that you also are a mindset catalyst. Yeah, I didn't say that. And so what I want to uh, dive into then is what exactly is a mindset catalyst? Uh, I think it's a super unique title. And so I think people out there, I know what it is because I work with you every so often. Um, but what is what is a mindset catalyst? What Where does that come from in terms of changing people's mindset of where they want to go and everything that you do with Empower Your Reality? Love that question. Um, yeah, mindset catalyst. It, take the word catalyst, which is, is something that speeds things up. You know, I had a patient actually here who was like, he's a chemical engineer, and he's like, uh, no, it actually activates. And I'm like, ooh, I'm stealing that because that's even better. Um, but what it really does is, you know, catalyze, we catalyze someone's life. And I work on their mindset to catalyze things, to get them faster to where they want to go in their life, whatever it is that they want to achieve. As if, if it's a business owner who wants to go to the next level, if it's uh, going to be somebody who's looking to just create a more well-rounded life, we're going to be able to do that. And so I utilize neuroscience, quantum physics, universal laws, um, different principles to incorporate and help an individual really discover who they really are to allow them to empower and expand where they want to go and evolve to the person they want to be. So that's what the Mindset Catalyst is all about. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I love, I love the title. Um, and, and then as you got into mentioning kind of the coaching that you do, um, both group coaching and individual, correct? Yeah. And when it comes to those coaching programs, is it based towards more of the entrepreneurs, the business owners? Is it kind of for everyone? I know you kind of just touched on this a little bit, but what, what are the, kind of the clientele that, that you're focusing on or that you're seeing? That's great. I mean, it's, it's mainly entrepreneurs is what I'm most of the time seeing, but I do have individuals also from a personal level who are looking to, uh, they may be tired of where they've been in their life, they've been in a rut, and they don't know um, how, to, how to get out. And so we will use different principles to help them with that, um, to get them to you know more of an inspired life. So um, more tailored to entrepreneurship, but it's, it's the stuff I teach, I had this question, I was asked this uh, yesterday. Um, someone was asking me about, uh, when you, what, what is your market? What do you do, right? And I was like, it's kind of tough because when I'm, all I teach is universal laws. And I teach everything, all the principles I teach are laws with the nature, maybe laws with the body, but they're all interwoven. So it's one of those things where, yeah, maybe to entrepreneurs, but at the same token, it's also personal because I can share the, the same thing I'm doing with a personal individual is the same exact thing I'm doing with an entrepreneur, if that makes sense. Yeah. More more working on the person as opposed to kind of what they're looking to do. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Very cool. Um, so with that being said, before we dive into the book, last couple questions here on kind of empower your reality and coaching and all that. Um, what does kind of the coaching process look like with you? How does, let's say, someone out there watching is like, oh, after they read this or after they hear this, I got to get with Dr. Vic. 
what does it kind of look like? How do they get into that process? Is there like a screening? Like what, what kind of things are you looking for? Love it. So first thing I offer is a consult. You know, you get 30, 45 minutes with me um, and we're going to see if we're a right fit. I want to know what is you want, what are, what are the things your challenges are, what are the things you're looking to uh, achieve, what are the struggles that you've had, why are you there, um, where do you want to go, do you have a vision in your life, do you um, see yourself, you know, do you have a clarity of that vision, how much do you think life happens to you rather through you, and all these different questions. So it's a questionnaire, you fill it out, we set up a time, 30, 45 minutes, and we talk. And then at the end of the talk, I'll give you two to three action steps. And there's no obligation to sign up for coaching. This is all, you know, this is offered at for, for free. But at the same token, then um, from there, if someone who says yes, I want to continue, then from that process, we work on finding out with everything I learned from them. Find, it's kind of like how we do in chiropractic, right? Discovery day. You got to figure out where someone's at so you can figure out their base and then work from there. Same thing here. So I'm looking to see where's the main thing to get focused on first to help build the process person kind of dictates a little bit too where they want to go but because there's pressing issues that they want to solve so I want to make sure we get there but also at the make, make sure we're helping them as an individual grow at every level possible so that's kind of what the coaching looks like it's is, there's no really like script there's no really process anyone who coaches with me and on an individual level does also get like my online one of my online courses uh, it's called the five week to online uh, I should know this off the back of my head, uh, top of my head. But it's um, a course of five weeks to achieving your, your legacy, creating your legacy, creating your vision. And so it, they get that because that's homework that they have to do on top of the coaching. Because it's one of those things where a lot of people, when it comes to coaching, um, you know, it's all about action oriented. I want to I get results. I'm a very action oriented individual. You know that already. Um, and I want to see results. I'm big into results and I want to see you thrive and achieve what it is you desire. So those are the things that we'll utilize. So with all that coaching that you're doing, it's obviously, at least from what I've know it, noticed, um, myself meeting with other businesses, etc. coaching is becoming a more and more kind of popular thing. I think people are starting to realize that it, it's tough to do everything on your own. Um, and so many of those business owners and entrepreneurs out there, whether it just be accountability, whether it be a little bit of help getting to where they want to be, whatever it may be, coaching has certainly, I think, taken off in the last few years. Dr. Vic, what makes you different? I love it. Um, for me, there's a, there's a few different ones uh, that I think I stand out from the others, but the big one is we, we, we attack the mindset and we get there. And you know, a lot of times you'll, you'll hear a coach say, yeah, I'm a mindset coach, this is what I do. That's great. I, I come from a background of energy medicine. I come from a background as a chiropractor. I come from a background um, you know, studying universal laws and all that. And I think taking the, the spiritual side of stuff, and taking that that right brain, you know, we'll get into some neurology or that right brain side. I also connect with the left brain, which is your uh, going to be your logical side, things that you want to achieve, maybe you want to make more money, you know, those types of stuff, material success, the left left part of the brain. And what I'll do is I'll, I, I work on both levels to help you be well rounded. A lot of time, coaches and you know they may focus on one thing or two things. Um, I've been privileged to have a coach who works on all things for me. You know, well roundedness. Make sure I'm staying well rounded. And so um, from and I've had coaches before that were similar that way. And the thing is, that's kind of what I bring to the table is how we're going to help you from the root. Are we going to break through self-programming, you know, some old conditions in childhood? Yeah, we'll work through that. We have the tools to utilize that. But it's really getting to the mindset and bringing principles there to really help you, I think, is what um, helps me stand out. And I bring the science to the table. Like, there's no, 
um, the stuff I share is, is backed by the best research I can possibly get my hands on at this time. And so I'm always, you know, utilizing and doing it. And plus, I've been through it all or been through some of it, uh, some of the, especially the experiences that I've been working with people on. Awesome. So as we now go ahead and transition, um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Dr. Vic just recently published and it's been released now, correct? Yeah, October 5th. Yeah, it was October out. 5th. Um, I knew I had first dibs to it, so I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was out, out in the public yet, but um, so the beginning of October, this got put out there. His second book, for those of you that are watching on camera, you can see here it is titled A Walk in the Dark after his first book, uh, Rediscover Your Greatness. So reason why he's on here for the most part is because we want to talk about this as it comes out and we are preparing for uh, the book launch party which is November 16th 19th 19th, um, 19th. at the office it's a Tuesday night from 5 to 7 p.m. so those of you that are local um, absolutely stop by it's gonna be a blast Dr. Vic will be here talking about the book but we'll also have um, drinks and food and all that kind of stuff music live music so it's gonna be a blast it was a fun time last time and this one of course second one's gonna be even better and even bigger so um, what I want to just start with is you wrote a book um, I'm gonna guess that there's a reason why so the floor is yours just kind of when you finished the first book I'm sure there's a reason why now you're on to number two what is kind of the why behind why why is there a number two love it um, well, first things first, I have a vision to write 30 books. That's just the vision I have before I'm 65. Um, Wayne Dyer did over 30 in his life. He was a mentor of mine, so it's one of those things where um, it, it's wanting to do that. Not to compete with him, it's just that when I look at writing a book, how can I give something to the world to where you can get an access to my mind at a point of where I was in my life? I wrote, I wrote this book, Walk, Walk in the Dark. If I look at my life now, I mean, it's not that long. It's what, released on October 5th. I was done writing it in September. I would have changed some things up already. I would have looked at things differently. I've evolved, I'm growing and expanding, which is that's a good thing to have. Um, but the big thing is, you know, writing this book is the gift to the world that I can possibly think of that you can actually have access to me at that point. Um, so that's the reason why there's a number two. But the why the walk in the dark, right? Why did, why did I go that route? Sometimes I'll get asked that question. Yeah. And in November of last year, November 2018, I was meditating and I kept saying to myself, man, I'm going to write another book. I'm, i got to get started in February. And I just kept telling myself that, but I didn't know what it was going to be on. I had no clue. People were asking, oh, you're going to get on number two. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start writing book number two. But I have no clue what it's going to be on. And they're like, well, you know, what do you plan on looking the right? What do you want? I was like, I don't know. It'll come to me. I know it always does. Rediscover Your Greatness came to me. I know this one will too. And then all of a sudden, in a meditation, I started to see people suffering in my head. And I started to feel the world in a sense of the suffering that we're creating that we don't need to. It's needless suffering. And I was like, man, can I challenge myself to write something? And it's not going to have everything. But if I can at least get some way of shifting someone's perspective just a little bit when it comes to life and the darkness that we all face, maybe then I, we can kind of end suffering or start that journey and then create more light in the world. And so that's really where it came from. And then from there, I started writing the book and you know, I started in February, took some time off, came back at it a little here and there. And that's really where the reason, that's what it came to be. Awesome. So, so you mentioned in there kind of that needless suffering or, or the dark, and that just leads me right into my next question. Thank you very much. Um, that needless suffering, what, what, what is that? Like when you say needless suffering, I think probably people are thinking 
I don't know what they're thinking. What What is kind of the dark? What is that walk in the dark? Without giving too much away for those that haven't read the book, um, when when I, I guess I'll share a personal experience first, is when I, before I started reading it, um, I saw the dark as simply like, okay, a loved one has died, or I just, you know, uh, failed something, or, or something pretty major going on. Um, but I kind of took a little bit of a different perspective on the dark after reading it. So to you as the author, what do you see as, as the, the dark that we're all walking in? All the stuff that we face, the, the, the things that make us uncomfortable, the things that, um, we, that life brings to the table. You know, it's, it could be the day-to-day stuff. It could be, um, you know, I can go on and on, but it could be death of the loved one. It could be, uh, you know, um, a bad relationship it could be financial issues it can be it's things that we run away from right because in life we're so humans we want control we want control we want control we see that as health yeah, I talk a lot about that in the book and it's one of those things where how can we learn that you know we're not designed to have everything all the control we're not designed to know every step of the way Right, you have to go into that dark. You're only given in the book I talk about. You only get 100 to 200 feet to see in front of you on this road called life. And so it's it's trusting and knowing. Hey, I'm going to go into this darkness, whatever I may be facing. This uncertainty. Um, I like to say the dark is uncertainty for the most part because it's one of those things where when you go through life and you have a hard thing that happens, maybe a death of a loved one, a breakup, a divorce, a financial struggle, a failing business, whatever it may be, that sucks. You know, I've gone through it. In my book, I talk. In my first book, I talk about going through bankruptcy. I talk a little bit about there too. How much it really sucked, and I didn't like it, and it really shattered me in a lot of ways. But at the same token, I sat in that darkness to understand why that happened. And a lot of times, we shun away from it, and especially in America. We with emotions and other things like that. We we don't we don't soak into something, right? If we have pain, physical pain, we want it gone like this. We don't want to deal with it. Instead of maybe asking the question, why is it there? Why is pain there in the first place? Why is it showing up in my life? What am I doing to create that? You know, and I know, I know I'm getting into the chiropractic hat a little bit, but this is also a mindset hat too, because pain is really designed to get you present. Pain is really designed just to get you in a present moment, that you've been too much into the future and the past, and you're not taking time to be here right now. And so when you look at that perspective, the dark, it really gets you into your moment to really shine your light. It gives you that opportunity. It's that struggle. It's that challenge. I can play this in any level. That's why I said everything I do is on a universal level to where it comes to that. Awesome. And you, again, you know, one of my next question, right? It's, it's, it's really nice. He's leading me right into him. Um, but you kind of went into it a little bit. And what I wanted to kind of dig a little bit deeper at is you mentioned multiple times in the book, after we get established kind of what the dark is, you kind of transition to that as, okay, people usually see those things as a negative thing that happens in life. Um, And I think the big point that you were trying to get across is, okay, things are negative, but how do you react to it? And what what happens next is is the more important part because in life, bad things are going to happen. It's just, it's part of it. It's part of that walk in the dark. And so um, if you could just kind of explain a little bit of, of what you see as how should people be reacting to these negative things that happen to them? How can they use those negative components to then shift over to turn it into a positive or use it as a positive or whatever it may be? I love it. Well, the first thing is, is life happen to you or through you, right? And once you answer that question, that's going to determine how you see this. And for most people who think things happen to them, you're at, you've got a victim mentality. 
in society today, most people have that, especially in America. I say America because I live in America. I'm, I'm in America. I, I hear a lot. I do have friends in Europe and other areas too, and it, it, there's some there, but it's not as much as president is here. But one of the things is that when you start to understand that life is always working, the universe is always working for you, that life happens through you. When you start to realize that these are universal laws that exist, it means that this is just what it is. This is the game called life. And so the universe is always there to try to support you in every step of the way. Darkness, if you have dark times, there's something there for a reason. There's a reason why it's there. You can't really understand, you can't discover your weaknesses, or you can't really see what you have within you until you're pressed or stressed. I want you to think of like orange juice, right? I mean, I'll pause you for that. Engine But it's one of those things where, you know, you think of orange juice, right? If you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. If you squeeze a lemon, you get lemon juice. If you squeeze a grapefruit, you get grapefruit juice. And I can go on and on with that. When you get pressed and stressed, what comes out of you? Those are the, you know, when you're stressed, those are the things that you have to work on. So a lot of times I grew up in a very Catholic Catholic society and Italian culture where it was all about, like, I always heard, and I say this in the book, you know, God, give me strength. God, please give me strength. Well, God's not here to give you strength. It's not going to happen. What's God going to do, though, is it's going to give you an opportunity to discover the strength you have within you. Does that kind of make sense there a little bit? And so it's like if you're looking for forgiveness, God's not going to give you forgiveness or Allah or the universe, prime director, whatever the label you want to use. But what it will do is go ahead and give you a situation, a dark moment, to help you be aware. And the more you sit in that dark moment, the more you go into it, the more of your light's going to shine. And so it's all about that perspective of seeing that, wow, wait a minute, what if this is here for a reason? That's a question you want to ask. What if that whatever I'm going through in my life is here for a reason? Then what is that really, what, and I know the next thing is like, well, why, what's that reason? Sure. Let the answer come to you. Sure. Don't, don't try to figure it out. You're not going to. Left brain, I talk about it in the book, it's very minimal, it's very limited. You know, right brain, infinite. It's almost a million times more information it can process. The right brain has a lot more that it can give to you. That's where your intuition comes in. And we talk about that in the book also. So real quick before we get going, I just want to mention for those of you that are watching live, I forgot to mention at the beginning, if you have any questions or follow-up questions on anything that we're saying, just throw them in the comments and we will either get to them at the end. Um, and if we don't have time to get to them at the end, we will then go ahead and reach out to you specifically and get, get you those answers to those questions. But um, something you have mentioned a couple times already, Dr. Vic, are those universal laws. Um, and I had that in there as a question because it did get brought up in the book a couple times, such as, um, you know, the universe is always working for you, what you resist persists, law of duality, law of consistency, all of these types of things. Um, if you could, kind of, where do these universal laws come from? Does someone just like create them and then obviously they become a part of the experience? How do these things kind of become a, a quote unquote universal law? When I said I was looking for a question to stump me, that's one. Um, you know, you, it, it's, it's, it's something that I don't, right now off the top of my head, I don't have an answer where they come from. You know, and, uh, could it be from spiritual, spiritual ancestors who have shared this wisdom from eons ago that has been tested and tried and true? Uh, those are one thing. Law of consistency, I don't know if that really does exist. That's just something I say. Um, it's just, you know, law of consistency because the more you can be consistent at something, eventually you persist and you eventually get there. Uh, but like the law of attraction, the law of, uh, I mean, why not? law of uh, uh, transmut transmutation of energy, uh, the law of duality, you know, when we look at it, it was back in the day, 
ancestors of ours, spiritual ancestors, look would look at things and be like, okay, you know, you look at there's an up and there's a down, there's a hot and there's a cold. Eventually, there's a pattern and there's a rhythm to life. And I think what they did is they started to be more like back in the day, we were more aware of our environments. We let nature teach us things instead of we think we know better than nature. Native Americans did this very, very well when it comes to that. And I think those principles over time have been sounded true that they become laws in a sense. Yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of the generality of what I took from the book is that even writing from your perspective, it was more of okay, yes, people before me have experienced these, but now I have in my thirty-five, thirty-six years, thirty-six years of life, um, have experienced these things and continue to put them to the test and learn from them. And that's kind of what you were passing on through the book and what I took from it. And I just was curious if there was even more behind that. But I think the general principle is people before us and us and people that will come after us have experienced go through life and experience life differently but yet there are these common themes that continue to just show themselves over time yeah i mean it it, 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 it traces back into our history and, and the thing is is this this stuff has been tried and true for so long it, it's been tried and true for me um because there came a point when i did learn these laws and i started memorizing them and really putting them into practicality i started teaching them and learning and becoming better with it and then I was like, okay, if this is so true, and if this is really a law, I need to test it. And I need to test it some way, somehow. So I tested it with my own life. And now, at 36, I can say, yeah, they work. They, they absolutely work. Um, it's like the law of gravity. Who came up with the law of gravity? Right. Right. Well, we notice that we throw something up in the air and it falls. There's got to be some force that does that. Over time, someone came up with the word. Then they kept trying it over and over and over and over. And eventually, like, you know what? This is a law. This really works. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where you kind of look at these universal laws. They've been used over time. And, and like I said, spiritual uh, our, our gurus and the mystics of the old days, uh, when I say old days, we're talking three, four, five thousand 5,000 years old, uh, years ago, um, they talked about this stuff. I mean, quantum physics is just starting to come around and prove and validate some of these universal laws also. Awesome. So that I want to transition a little bit away from kind of the dark, although I know it's all part of the dark, so it's going to get brought in here. But a big theme um, of the book, especially kind of those beginning first few chapters, was the ego. Um, and just very similar, I think it, it very much kind of translate from the dark and the ego getting in the way. Um, but certainly when I think of the dark, right, we think of these negative things. When I think of ego, and I think most people out there would agree with me, what we've been taught and what we've been trained over the years is that your ego is this negative thing, right? You say someone has a big ego and it's, uh, the, you know, he thinks he's hot stuff. He thinks he's, I don't know if I can swear on this, but you can do whatever you want. He thinks he's the shit, um, whatever it may be, right? Sorry, this is a PG-13 version. Um, and, and all that being said, all of a sudden reading through your book, you kind of portrayed a, a bit of a different take on the ego and what that, again, what that can present to you, similar to what you did there with the dark. So if you could kind of tie that all together for me of the dark and the ego and everything that that kind of brings us. Yeah, totally. Um, well, you know, the bo does the body ever create something it doesn't need? It does not. Right? Nature doesn't do that either. And neither does the universe. And so in my background in energy medicine and spirituality and all that, and, and all the healing arts and energy healing that I did, um, I kept hearing a theme of people like, I need to break down my ego. I need to, you know, I got to destroy the ego and I, the ego's bad. This is what holds me here in my human element and blah, 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 all these things. And at first I got caught into the trap because I didn't know any better. I didn't, I was just learning this stuff. Sure. And the people who I was learning from and my mentors, they would, some of them would say that. 
But then there came a point where I started going more into chiropractic and I started understanding the philosophy of the, the chiropractic and, the, and, the, and the, the, the actual laws of the body and the healing aspect of the body. I started learning that the, the body does not create something, doesn't create anything that it doesn't need. Then I started saying, hmm, that's interesting. The, the universe kind of does that also. And then I was like, wait a minute, does nature do that? So I started doing my research and I found that, you know, things only happen in nature when it's needed. If there's a fire, if there's a storm, if it's lightning, if there's a hurricane, there's reasons behind why that happens. Uh, besides X, Y, Z, there's a purpose behind it. And so I was like, okay, there has to be um, a, 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 a reason behind why there's ego. And I, as I started doing more studying into neurology and the research and the history behind the ego and what does it really do, I started realizing the ego is there to keep us protected. I started learning that the ego is actually there for your greater good in a sense if you don't let it dictate your life, right? And ego lives in the left part of your brain. So it's one of those things where um, when you're looking at your, your, the aspects of your life, um, ego is not a bad thing at all. It, it's, it's, it, we wouldn't be here today with this technology, Facebook, Instagram, you know, all the stuff you're seeing here, um, if we didn't have ego. Ego allowed for humanity to survive and evolve. Ego is what keeps you comfortable, right? So we talk about the darkness. If you live a comfortable life, you're living more, and you're, you're trying to shun away from the darkness. The ego is trying to keep you away from the darkness. It, it's not a bad thing because it's designed to do that. If you went down the path, and this is where the saber-toothed lion was back in the day, you don't want to go down that path again. That makes you know. So it's the same thing. So when you're looking at, unfortunately, in today's society, we don't have saber-toothed tigers around us unless you're in Africa in the jungle. Not saber-toothed tigers, but lions or something that your your life's not threatened by nature in a sense, um, unless you're in certain areas. But you are in different aspects, right? Nowadays, if you didn't get a like on social media. Right? All of a sudden, ego's gonna kick in and fire. Well, maybe I shouldn't do a post, right? Or if you're trying to learn something new and you keep failing at it, ego's gonna be like, hey, maybe you're not good at this. Because you're creating this pain, this discomfort, we don't like that, we gotta keep you away from it. And so what it does is it, you're, you're trying to avoid a darkness and anytime you resist something, it's only gonna persist. So the more you fight something, the bigger it's going to become. And so the suffering, the, the, the anxieties, the depressions, all that stuff that follows from that, is going to be from that resistance and the egos is what's going to keep you away from that so correct me if i'm wrong i'm trying to put this into how i'm going to utilize this i think ego is i guess can easily be a negative thing for us but if we use it and we allow it to we utilize the ego kind of like how we can utilize the dark to then redirect us all of a sudden we can really use that as a positive thing massively i mean all you have to do is keep it in check the ego We'll take control of your life, and unfortunately in today's society, we're doing that more and more because we're more in information era, right? You think people think they know things just because they go on Google and they think, oh, I know this now. No, you don't. You just know the, you know it from an intellectual side, but not an experiential side. And the experiential side is your right brain. Left brain is going to be that intellectual side. So it's one of those things where um, if you just kind of say, hey, ego, I got you. Thanks for the warning. I'll, I'll take that into consideration. But I'm going to keep moving forward into the dark. I'm going to keep going down this path. Don't worry, I got you. We're going to breathe through this together. It's kind of like your inner child. It's kind of what it really gets down to because your inner child, from your child programming and all these things, there's fears, there's things that it had that it never he may have healed from. So it wants to stay far as it can away from that. And so your heart, on the other hand, it knows. 
It knows all things. It knows you've had a moment in your life, you've done something, that people thought you were crazy, but you knew deep down you had to do it. And then you did it. And as you got through, it was like, wow, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Or that was, that was pretty fine. People are like, I don't know how you did that. Oh, my goodness. You're like, I don't know, but I just knew I had to go and do that. Yeah. Does that help a little bit? It does. It does. I think, I think it makes a lot of sense, and I think it very closely can correlate with, you know, you can, the darkest, like I said, perspective changing. And you mentioned that at the beginning, and, and I actually had made a note that said perspective shifter in terms of just looking at the book because what we've already talked about, the dark, right? You see that usually as a negative thing. Well, a slight perspective shift, all of a sudden you see it as a totally different dark. And same thing goes with the ego of, I think we're kind of trained and programmed to think of that the ego is this negative thing or this bad thing that we, like you said, have to keep under control. And after reading the book, it, it's that little bit of, it's, it's ever so slight, you change that perspective and all of a sudden it kind of opens the door for, for a whole different ballgame. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the stuff that's in the book that I share, I mean, it really, it is like you're saying, it's just a shift in perspective. But it's such a small degree of a shift that when you start to go down that path, it massively opens doors to things that you're like, holy cow, I didn't realize that. And you do this in self-reflection. You know, the thing about life is that you don't realize the lessons until after you go through the test. But, you know, I I talk about that. I think I talk about this in the book, too, where I talk about the school system, how it's so backwards. And that we learn something, learn something, learn something, and then we get tested on it. Right? In life, does it happen that way? Not that I'm aware of. I never heard. I never learned it either that way. Uh, life, you know, I had interviewed somebody. They were talking about, did you go through the school of hard knocks? I'm like, heck yeah, I did. Um, we all have. And it's you get the test first, and then you learn the lessons after. And that's kind of like that's the method of how life works. And so it's just grasping those things to really hone in uh, and, and take what is in the, you know in that process. Awesome. And one thing that you mentioned as you were talking about. Um, ego and kind of having being programmed and, and learning things as, as a child you also talked about in the book that I want to dig a little bit deeper in is kind of that just that subconscious programming um, I guess my biggest question is kind of twofold one is kind of how do you even first of all realize that that's there and then actually go ahead and just answer that first and then I'll follow up <laughs> So subconscious programming, 95% of us are on autopilot, right? 90, I'm sorry, 95% of your life is on autopilot because most of the time that's where your subconscious is. It dictates your life. And so how can you be aware of that? How do you know where the challenges are? You ever try to do something, learn something, memorize something, I mean master something, and you keep hitting a roadblock, don't know why, don't know why it's not having become successful. You see someone else do the same thing you did and they're massively being successful. And whatever that success is, it doesn't have to be financially, just in life. And you're like, man, I don't understand why this is. I do all the work, I've read all the books, I've done all this stuff, but yet I'm still hitting a wall. Right? In my first book, Rediscover Your Greatness, I talk about the walls I hit. And 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 the reason behind that is is because there's a subconscious program that I'm not aware of. And the way you can break through those... Um, That's the follow-up question. Is, <laughs> is in, in your book, you talked a little bit about how your experience with the scarcity mindset, and that was that kind of one of the big barriers that you had to break through. Um, I guess my, my, the question is, how, what does that kind of look like, and, and how do you kind of get yourself over that hump or through those barriers or whatever you want to call it? Yeah, I mean, I can, I'll just go into, like, if someone has a subconscious you know, mind thing, how do you break it out? And so, first of all, it's a lot of repetition. 
You have to, self-hypnosis is really great. We're going to get hypnosis because you can go and that's a tool that you can use um, either with yourself or someone who's trained to actually get into the subconscious and realize what's really going on. And you can be able to help yourself understand that it wasn't made of what you thought it was. Because as a child, you don't have all these things that you understand. And so something happens and you take it a whole different way. And that programs you now because you think that's how it is. But in reality, was it really? And you can do that work to break that pattern. Um, there's other things that you can do um, that I, sometimes I do in my, with my coaching program that I'll do with one-on-ones is we do a lot of subliminal messaging. We work on affirmations and then we utilize that with brain entrainment. And this is just getting, neuro, getting into the fun neurology of things, but tapping into the subconscious and trying to reprogram something new and try to say, hey, this is what it's going to be. And it's just this constant repetitiveness into the brain till eventually we get it to stick and become that new subconscious, get into the subconscious mind. Um, but it's a lot of repetition, uh, tons of repetition to do that. And we're getting, we're getting short on time here, but that just kind of brought something else. I know you had mentioned, um, I want to call it the, equa- yes, the equation of success and just the time, energy, consistency, kind of that continuum. And I think with everything you've talked about today, I think a lot of that goes into you got to put the time in, you got to put the energy in, and you got to do it consistently to break through the dark, to get change that ego around, to get through some of that subconscious um, programming. Is there anything else you want to add to kind of that aspect and just? No, for everyone watching and listening, I, the, the biggest thing is no matter where you are in your life, no matter what you want to achieve, no matter what you want to do, no matter what you want to experience, there's three things you have to do. And like you were saying, number one, you got to put the time in. You got to make time for what it is you want. If you're not making, because you only make time for what you value. And so if you are doing something in your life, you're like, man, but I want to get here, I want to get here, or I want to do this, or I want to achieve this, or I want to have that health, but you don't make the time for that, it's not going to happen. But let's say you do, right? Second step is the actions, right? It's the energy. What are you putting into it? That's your focus, is your attention. And so if you're doing that and you put the time in, you're making the time, you're putting the energy, you're putting your focus into it, there's only one left. That's a law of consistency. You've got to be consistent. And once you do those three things over a period of time, because and just from a quantum physics perspective, we're in a time-space reality, which means that you can project with your mind into the future. We can do that. Quantum physics has proven all this. But we are in a time-space reality, which means you need time and you got to move through space to get to where you want to get to. And I hope that makes sense to everybody. And so that's why time, energy, and consistency will always get you there. Think about it in chiropractic, right? You have to be anything when it comes to your health. If you want true health, you got to make the time for it. You got to put the energy into it, and you have to be consistent with it. And if that's that's true healthcare, that's health insurance, whatever you want to title it, you have to do that in order to truly, and I don't normally say these things like you have to do this or this is the way. People who've been in my coaching realm, they know that I don't talk like that in a sense of being like, this is the way and that's it. But from from a law of the body, from a law of nature, think about nature. It takes, it's, I love nature in the sense where you see like a concrete and you see like a little plant come through out of nowhere. It just didn't happen. It wasn't luck. There was time. It put the energy in, and it was consistently trying to go. Another one was like the Grand Canyon, right? How the heck did water carve what we're seeing in the Grand Canyon if you've ever been there? You know, it took time. It took energy. You had to have moving water there consistently, and then it had to, I mean, sorry, moving water, and it did it on a consistent basis. Yeah. 
And I think it's a, it's a great kind of tie to chiropractic and something we talk about in the office all the time is you don't eat well for a week and all of a sudden you're in great shape. And you also don't eat well for two months and then all of a sudden you stop and you stay in great shape. It just doesn't work that way in health. And, and same thing with, I thought, kind of tying this in of this, you just led to the success equation. So it could be in health, it could be in home, it could be in financial, it could be in anything. And I, I loved how it just kind of, yes, it talked about it in a specific instance in the book, but I thought you could just kind of extrapolate that to, to really anything that you're, that you're looking to do in life. Yeah, I mean, think about it, I'll be really quick with this, like, uh, Will Smith says you gotta treat your marriage like a, really, a business, and I love that, right? Because business is another thing that follows that. If you're not being consistent on there, not showing up, making the time to do that, is the business gonna be where it needs to be, where you want it? No. Well, why is a marriage gonna do that? Or why is your, your relationship with your kids gonna do that? Or why is it in your career? Or why, I can go, this is the thing, it's all universal laws, it's universal. You can apply this to anything. Um, and you can use these tools to use in any aspect of your life anytime you want. Awesome. So I got one last question, and I think we might have something coming up there. I'll check the comments real quick. Um, for those that, as, as a kind of a leaving thought, for those that are maybe in experiencing the dark right now, whether it be grief, heartbreak, whatever it may be, where do you suggest that they kind of start this hole where it feels like they've got such a huge uphill battle? What are some of the things to just kind of get them started? Read the book first. That's the first thing I recommend. Um, the reason why is because it gives you a lot of tips and tools on how to help yourself calm yourself in that, right? Because when we face the dark, are we calmer? Are we more relaxed? Do we have more anxiety and fears and things firing up? Um, so one of the things I would I would I would suggest is you know the book gives you tools on that. Um, the other thing is you know you want to breathe. I mean I talk about that in the book, but um, take time to just soak in what's going on. Why you know what's happening. You know, there's, we're all going to go through dark times, and it's always going to happen. Um, but it's you and how you extrapolate that and use that. You can, you can you can use it for your advantage by taking things and saying, okay, how is this going to benefit me and make me? How can I become better from this? Right? How am I going to improve from this? Or you're going to be a victim and see, man, here we go again. I had this happen. Oh my God, poor me. This is what's happening here. Look at this. I have that going on. Oh great. You know, and it's just this this constant cycle that you don't you catch yourself in the negativity. Um, but I think does that kind of answer the question yeah, a little bit? I think it does. I mean, is I don't go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I think it's just people feel like they've got this big uphill battle, and where do you start? And I think the big thing that I took from the book is that you can't be afraid of that battle, afraid of where you are. You just kind of have to be there, understand that you're there. Maybe I don't know if accept is the right word, but accept that you're there, and then make that decision of okay, where am I going from here? Yeah, what am I going to do? I think acceptance is huge. I think that's where you, you know, uh, I was talking to someone yesterday about this and saying you got to accept where you are in your life at the moment you're at and know that that it's okay, but this is not where you're going to be a year or two years from now. You know, so just, you know, let, the faster you accept the reality, the quicker you can learn, grow, and heal from that and go on to the next level from it. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, Dr. Vic Manzo Jr., pediatric and family wellness chiropractor, mindset catalyst author who's also got a podcast um, for those that are local we have these at the office for those that are not local or even local and don't feel like coming to the office where can they find the book online you can get online just go to empoweryourreality.com click on new book it'll take you you get a free copy of the book all you have to do is cover shipping and handling 
You're going to save about over half price compared to what it is on Amazon. Um, go there. I'll even autograph it, and I send it out to you within five to seven business days. Awesome. And then for everything else, coaching, podcasts, everything else that you do, um, where is the easiest place to find you to get connected to you? The website's the best, empowerrally.com. I have my, you go to coaching, I have one-on-one coaching. You can see what I offer, see if that sounds right to you. It's all up there. Um, I have my podcast access to that. You just go to click the podcast on the website. It'll pull you to all the podcasts that we've done. We're up to, we just did 140 today. That'll be released tomorrow, actually. Uh, but it's already live, but I'll be marketing it tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so that's where you can get access to that. You want to get subscribed to the email list and the things that we're up to and what we're doing. Um, it's all on the website, so you can get it all from there. Awesome. Well, I think that's about it. I think we're about set. What time is it? Yeah, we went a little bit longer. A lot to talk about, right? Awesome new book. Um, my personal experience, for those of you out there, I highly suggest it. Like I said earlier, just that perspective shift. And like Dr. Vic said, it's not like all of a sudden you read this book and you're a whole new person. It's just that tiny little bit of shift to view some of the things that we all are going through in a little bit of a different perspective that then down the road makes a big change. So Dr. Vic, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, boss. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.